재미와 지식의 오디오 라이프 팝빵. What time is it? What time is it? What time is it? Do you know what time it is? 
something by interfering with the scandal. So, of course, many people are watching the investigators. And I think uh, the sense overall is, as you have said earlier, that um, these guys are quite trustworthy. Um, the the man, the special prosecutor, Park Yong Soo, is uh, another matter. But we know that one member of his team yes, has yeah. yes uh, has attracted a lot of attention because of his role in the investigation of what has been alleged to be interference in the 2012 presidential election by the National Intelligence Service. And at the time, he actually went to uh, quite a bit of a battle with. Um, the current prime minister and acting president over just to what extent uh, the prosecutor should be pursuing the the spy agency. So with this man on the team, I think overall the perception is quite good. And of course, the question remains uh, what will happen when the investigation actually begins, I believe, uh, tomorrow. Right. So... Up till now, the public has been saying, look, um, you look like you're going to be doing your job. So we, we look forward to uh, getting those results that you mentioned. I thought an interesting uh, comment about how it would look bad for the president to to be seen as not being cooperative and trying to hide something. And ultimately, the uh, special team having to forcibly raid the offices. Is that really a concern for the president? Because right we talked about this earlier, uh, but... When you see her statement written, and this is a separate thing, of course, this gets all confusing, but the impeachment court proceedings at the constitutional court and her 25-point defense team's response to the impeachment charges, it seems quite clear that the way she's kind of, kind of termed things like how she dealt with this hell fairy tragedy or how uh, she did no wrong with the uh, gathering money for the foundations, that she really at 4% does not care at all about what the public thinks anymore if if they think less of her because of she's being considered hiding something or not wanting to go in for a interrogation i don't think right now that is as high a priority as winning the legal argument whether it's in the impeachment court or whether it's in the special probe and for her it's really more about saving her skin you know damn the people whether they like her or not that is true i think you have a good point there um I think there was a very interesting column actually in Joseon Ilbo either today or yesterday regarding this um, 25 point rebuttal of the charges against her. And I think the column basically went along the line of has the president simply lost her mind? Is she so out of touch with reality that she just cannot grasp the facts before her? How can she deny things to this extent when um, at this point, I mean, many of the allegations we have been calling them allegations have simply become facts. So, so that is one thing to keep in mind. At the same time, with regard to the special probe, I mean, she has choices here. She can f- try to fight the special investigator, not give access. Um, and then what is she going to do? Invite this uh, raid on the Blue House? Um, it's not exactly going to help her keep whatever things that she wants to keep concealed um, out of uh, public's eye. So you're saying despite those efforts to remain defiant, um, it is quite feasible that the uh, special probe, as well as the constitutional court, who will look into this matter separately, uh, will be able to gather enough evidence that they deem uh, sufficient to, I guess, rule fairly on these various charges. Yeah, and in fact, um, you are correct in saying that the special probe is really meant to serve at this point the constitutional court in reaching the decision over impeachment itself. So if the court has legitimate ground to argue that the president did not cooperate with the investigation, 
investigation that would allow the court to reach the correct ruling, then that would be a problem for the president. And now another, I suppose, legal channel uh, amidst all of this is the uh, Tresun Shil uh, trial. Uh, that is for her charges, uh, whether it's uh, state meddling or uh, uh, corruption, abuse of power. Uh, she, we talked about this, uh, went to the witness stand basically denying all the charges, quite forcibly in fact, and her attorney basically saying that this is all kind of nonsense uh, the uh, the diary of An Jong-bom the uh, the uh, voice recording of uh, Jung Ho-sung the these are the uh, aides who are known as part of the uh, doorknob trio he's saying that you can't use those and and come to the conclusion that she had anything to I know I'm laughing right now but mm-hmm. it just seems quite um remarkable that uh, the defense team and their uh, lawyers feel that uh, this is the way to go. I suppose there is an idea that you have to come out strong and, and be completely. If you're innocent, you have to. You, this is the tack you would take, and I suppose that's what their strategy is. Well, I mean, this is a criminal court here, and I think it's quite natural for the the accused to proclaim innocence all the way till the end, don't you think? And I mean, here, I think Chosun Shil is just like any other alleged criminal who right. is about to face a very intense trial. And I don't think it's surprising to me, at least, that she's denying the charges. But certainly the contrast between Chosun Shil today and Chosun Shil the day when she was summoned to the Supreme Prosecutor's office. I committed uh, a sin that deserves December. death, right? Right. That, those are her exact words. So there is a sense of guilt, no doubt that she was expressing but now suddenly it's a 180 degree turn and people here in Korea find it so infuriating I mean I have been following some of the social media reaction and it's quite incredible I think I think a lot of the people in the electorate are debating which of the two are more uh, hated at the moment right yeah and uh, it's one of those again we were both kind of chuckling over this is you don't know whether to laugh or to cry right now at <laughs> what seems to be such a ridiculous situation uh, but these have very real consequences and when we talk about how all of this kind of affects the people it also obviously affects the politicians because of the fact that we had millions come out on the streets and that has in turn um, forced the politicians whether they wanted to or not to actually fully pursue these impeachment proceedings which did lead to that historically uh, lopsided margin of voting to impeach the president the result of that of course still within the ruling party um the new floor leader, Chang Wu-tek, who is a pro-park politician, saying that he wants unity. He wants to try to bring everyone together. He wants to keep the party intact. Uh, the anti-park coalition, of course, a big setback in losing that floor leader election race with Na Kyung-won as their uh, leader. They came out basically now and said today, we have basically drawn the line in the sand. You accept our um leader of the anti-park coalition, Yoo Seung-min, to have full rights and control of the party if you do not we will leave. Um, it almost seemed like a game of chicken because they fully knew that the uh, the pro-park coalition would never accept because he, I guess if anyone is more hated among the anti-park than Kim Musung, it would be Yoo Seung-min, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, they officially, well not officially, but uh, through a meeting with the Senate Party have essentially rejected that demand for Yoo Seung-min to be ahead of the uh, emergency committee. Uh, it is seemingly a question of when and not uh, how or 
uh, whether uh, the party will split. Uh, are you? Do you shed a tear over what you're seeing with the uh, ruling party right now? Well, since uh, there's no love between me and the ruling party, I certainly am not shedding any tear at the moment, Henry. But, but it is certainly interesting to watch. But to be honest, the anti. Park faction in the Senudi party has been playing this very interesting game. Right in the beginning, they were trying to use a scandal to marginalize the pro park faction by right? telling the leadership you need to resign, right? And obviously they didn't resign. So then the next step is, okay, then we're going to have a new floor leader and it's going to be someone from us, right? Now, Yongwon. And that didn't work. And now they're saying, okay, this is the, the last, last opportunity for you guys to keep us. Uh, you're going to give us all the power by appointing one of us to be the, the head of the emergency committee within the party. And already I was watching the news just before this broadcast. Obviously, the pro park faction is saying, no, I mean, it's very simple. Um, the party is dominated yeah. by the pro-park faction and the anti-park faction is a minority. Um, do they really expect to gain power out of this? It's very unlikely. And of course, the, the question now for them is because now they have no choice. They have to leave the party. Right? They have already lost too much of their face. And, and when they do leave the party, what are they going to do? Because... Coming from the ruling party, um, the second biggest party in the National Assembly, they're not going to be happy just setting up a small to medium-sized party on well, the side. Well, they need 20 to bolt. Mm-hmm. And that's what the, I guess, one of the concerns is, is do they have that magical number of 20 because you need 20 to be a negotiating block and they do not want to bolt the party without being a negotiating block. So I guess that is one of the considerations there as well, right? Yeah, so which is why there's a lot of talk about whether the anti-perfection will indeed defect and try to form a new party, but perhaps in collaboration with another party within the National Assembly. Would only be the uh, People's Party. Would would only be the People's Party, but of course, uh, will the People's Party really go for this? Because um, they do have a viable presidential candidate, even though his approval rating may not be so high. Well, part of the reason why that party, as well as Ansesu, has taken a hit is sort of this public perception that they are kind of being seen to be not drifting, but sort of not as... Uh, confrontational with, with the uh, conservative or the ruling forces, right? I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, that's what we're seeing reflected in the polls. Sure, but I mean, that was the only way they could really distinguish themselves from the Democratic Party, right? If they just go along with what the Democratic Party wants, then, I mean, Moon Jae-in is the, the bona fide front runner here. He is probably going to be the candidate, although, okay, Lee Jae-myung is still a question mark, but, but Anjersu will not be the presidential candidate for the Democratic Party. So are they going to go along with the biggest party in the opposition and lose character entirely? Or are they going to try to do something a little different? And they did try that and they have taken a hit. But what is going to be their next move? It's not like they have a lot to gain by standing in their current position or trying to suddenly change course and try to sound more trenchant in condemning the president. I don't think that's really the smart strategy either. So I think there are options here, but... But we will just have to wait maybe a week or two to see what exactly happens. Yeah, because that is, again, they've been talking about a Christmas Day, I suppose, exodus uh, for the uh, the anti-park coalition. Uh, should they form it, a lot of people are saying they're going to use the same model that uh, Kim An-gil, 
used uh, for our younger listeners uh, about 10 years back uh, when he disliked President No Mui-hyun at the time. He bolted with a bunch of his allies and formed this so-called uh, Unified Democratic Party. Um, they, were, they were a small group. Eventually, the Udi Party disbanded as well after the uh, No Mui-hyun presidency was en- nearing its end. And they kind of wrapped up and kind of joined again a uh, coalition of opposition lawmakers. I guess they're envisioning a similar situation where the anti-parks would leave form a conservative party uh, the uh, pro-parks would mire and then eventually dissipate because of what's going on with the president and then with the uh, triumphant return of Pan Ki-moon be able to reform this coalition um, uh, under a kind of unified banner of Pan Ki-moon to defeat these uh, evil progressive forces. The question is is this going to be a strategy that will work? Obviously unpredictable right now, but I think that is the picture that we're seeing. Well, that is one picture. Another picture is actually um, has in uh, includes uh, this figure that we haven't actually heard much about in recent years, uh, Lee Hwa-chang. Do you remember the uh, former, I believe, prime minister and also the leader of the, yeah, and the, uh, uh, the, the precursor uh, to the Senori party? Yeah, and um, and he's uh, coming into the picture yet again. We're not entirely sure in what capacity. Well, okay, just to address <laughs> what you're saying is uh, the Pro Park is saying we need a guy from the outside to come in. They're saying Kim Hwang-sik, the uh, former prime minister, Son Ak-yu, the former head of the uh, Democratic Party, but also a former uh, member of the uh, uh, GNP, the Conservative mm-hmm. Party, and then uh, Yip Hye-chang, the uh, former prime minister and uh, many-time uh, presidential candidate. And not the former foreign minister in the, yeah, uh, the so liberal it, opposition. The, that that is the question is uh, from the people's person. This is not a left right thing. This is not a liberal, progressive, or a conservative situation. the The problem here is is just regurgitating kind of these old political bigwigs into forming this kind of team that has a different color banner and a different catchy sounding party name, and to make sh- and to somehow fool the people thinking, oh, this is going to be brand new, fresh politics coming in. I think this time around, the people are not going to be as naive as in the past. I think um, this is uh, precisely the point that I think often confuses many of our foreign listeners. And actually, my foreign friends, when I talk about Korean politics, they're often asking me, who is conservative? Who is liberal? And I say, well, it's not really a politics based on ideology here. It's really politics based on personalities. So you do have these names coming back up because these people, however old or retired they may be, they still command a certain level of support within these communities. So they can easily be recalled and they have their ambitions of their own. So they return and then they will reshape the the party or the political landscape once again. But as you were saying earlier, it's not really about ideology or policies at this point. Today, what was interesting to read was uh, uh, Lee Jae-myung, the, the rising populist uh, progressive Mr. figure. Saida, yeah. right, Mr. Saida, he gave an interview in Chungang Daily. I've read that. Right. I and, am the true conservative. Yeah, and he said, I am the true conservative and all my liberal friends are saying, now I am confused, right? <laughs> <laughs> so when you have the, the guy who has been named the most liberal figure in the coming presidential election saying, I am the conservative vote for me, that kind of certainly confuses the picture even further. Yeah, I'm I mean, it's not boring, I suppose, to say the least. Uh, just before you go, I just want to get your thoughts. Uh, we have the uh, National Assembly hearing set for the 22nd. That's going to involve uh, Woo byung which, of course, uh, we'll preview uh, as much as we can tomorrow. A lot of attention focused on But tomorrow, they're going to have a sort of plenary meeting of the uh, National Assembly committee members addressing this allegation that 
two of the uh, Senuri lawmakers, pro-park guys, Iwan Young and Imani, uh, engaged in some uh, coercive tactics to try to muddle the, muddy the waters in regards to the tablet PC uh, scooped by uh, JTBC News. What do you expect to see tomorrow? Well, I, they're not accused so much of coercing witnesses to, to, um, to engage in perjury. Rather, they're accused of suborning perjury, which is slightly different. It's, it's, in essence, they're accused of being complicit um, in, in basically fabricating stories about what really happened with regard to this uh, tablet computer that has been such a crucial piece of evidence against Che sun Um I think that um, probably there would be a movement toward trying to get uh party to substantially reduce its presence on the the national assembly hearing and frankly uh it's hard for me to say exactly what will happen but i think we can certainly try to imagine how um, how much the the standing of the senuri party itself has been weakened in the process regardless of what conclusion they draw at this meeting so that's uh, yeah. what I'm looking forward to seeing. Very important because the uh, the JTBC uh, tablet PC scoop is really kind of for the uh, very ultra right wing side, uh, sort of the uh, I guess Rosetta Stone for them. They'd like to kill that off because they feel that that is really going to be uh, one key to perhaps trying to uh, maybe cover this whole thing up and have uh, things be back to business as usual. Uh, we'll see, as you say, uh, how it happens. Uh, Already out of time, so as always, uh, thank wow. you very much for joining us. We'll so talk to you again to soon. Discuss, uh, yeah, thank well, you. Thank you.